Hey guys, this is Olivia from the Masters of Sex After Show, and I've got something very exciting to share with you. You've seen her fly, now watch her move to a brand new network. The CW has a new hero when Supergirl lands October 10th. It's a season 2 premiere of a show critics call Pure Blissful Fun. This season, the Man of Steel will finally be revealed. Supergirl's Melissa Benoist teams up with Tyler Hoechlin, the newest Superman in the DC Universe. It's a superhuman family reunion when these Kryptonian cousins join forces in the fight for justice. And, if you're wondering if the next president will be a woman, we have your answer. Because Linda Carter, the original Wonder Woman, guest stars as Supergirl's commander-in-chief. Even though Supergirl has her hands full of fighting evil full-time, Cara Danvers is facing changes as challenges of her own. She knows what it takes to be a hero, but Cara is trying to figure out how to fit in with the human race while taking on a new job, new friends, and a new love who's out of this world. An evil corporate empire will rise that bears the name of an age-old nemesis, Luther. Supergirl and Superman come face-to-face with Lex Luthor's next of kin, Lillian and Lena, And as you might expect, the Luther family shares a passion for power that can only be satisfied by a different kind of green, kryptonite. Supergirl, all new episodes every Monday, now only on The CW. What's up, After Buzzers? Welcome to the Masters of Sex After Show. We're talking season four, episode five, and Guy is in the house. Whoa, what? His name is Guy. (laughs) Tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! Oh, so suave. This is a good one. Massing it up. It is. There's a high five. Oh, I'm with you. I appreciate the song choice. It is. You guys gotta be loving our mix. (laughs) I don't know how well this mixes with our uh, Masters of Sex playlist. It's gonna be so This is what you end it with. Yeah, this is the end. Yeah. Well, is it, is it? climax. You, you we're talking episode five today, but we might as well be talking the finale because that's what it seems so like good. to me. But welcome to our show, everybody. I'm your lead host, Olivia Gabri, and you can find me at the real underscore O underscore G. Oh, G. Mm-hmm. You guys know I'm your favorite host, Dominique Price. You guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Dominique P underscore E-S-Q. Tonight's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. And I'm Ryan Graham. I'm also one of your hosts. I guess not your favorite or lead no. host. But I'm here today, too. And you can follow me on Twitter at Ryan with two N's, Graham. Awesome. And we have a special guest in the house. Guy is in the house. Hey, Guy's <laughs> real name yes. is actually Nick. Yeah. But where can we find you at on social media? Uh, I'm at um, uh, Twitter and Instagram at the Nick Clifford. Hey, you didn't follow excited. him up. Not the Nick Clifford. Not that was, the. Yeah, we had a little <laughs> we bit of yeah. <laughs> Apparently, I don't yeah. understand English very well. <laughs> okay. But anyways, um, welcome to our after show. We're Thanks, so happy guys. to have you. Um, Nick is here with us, but you guys might know him as Guy, better known as Guy. We're not really sure what your real <laughs> name yeah. is. We get it. We get it. We get it sooner or later. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 So um, thank you for watching that episode with us. It was yeah. kind of cool to you know be with someone and then see them Sweet. on the television yeah. simultaneously so it's like witchcraft really i was like how did you do this <laughs> no <laughs> but um do you want to start off the show just telling us a little bit about your character uh sure um like this episode was a pretty big episode mm-hmm. to learn some of the backstory mm-hmm. of him um he uh was in the vietnam war he was there for um six weeks and then he got discharged for being gay which they wouldn't actually say Mm -hmm, but they would issue these like blue slips to Mm -hmm. to soldiers and they just like kick him out and uh like a lot of the soldiers he just had a 
an impossible time getting a job because everyone kind of knew right. that that was on your record. They understood. Um, and so he's playing these like side gigs, doing little piano gigs and here and there. And that's how he meets Betty. And then she brings him back to the clinic and realizes that he can answer phones. Yeah. And he's got a little bit of sass just like her. Yeah. So, um, and he's just like a sweet kid and he's just like come into this world of, of uh, like open sexuality. And it's the first time ever that he's realized you can be who you mm-hmm, feel right. like you are inside, outside, and no one's going to judge you for it. And, you know, that, that I think is, informs almost everything that happens for him on this show is that he's, he's found his mecca in this yeah. place right. and these people. So, Okay, so I'm going to jump in with my yeah, first question because I'm question. like, I'm ready, I'm ready. <laughs> um, so do we see a love interest in your future? Um... I think that he is just uh, spill it, spill I, all <laughs> the beans. Uh, I, you know what? It makes me. It makes me uh, think of how, uh, like, I would only get the episodes like like a week before we would shoot them. Uh, so I'd get the script, and 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 that was actually how I also learned that I was still in the show. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't no know. blue slip for like, you. Like when they when they came on for for when they brought me on it was like two episodes, mm-hmm. you know, and I was going to do two, and then it would be like, oh, let's see, oh, episode we six. like oh, you. All right, okay. keep them coming. But every time I got it, I was like, is this the one where there's a sex scene? Yeah. Is this the one where <laughs> page 17 That's is damn? I don't want to, I don't want to like spoil anything, but, uh, but he, he stays pretty in- innocent for this, for this season. At least okay. in this okay. point. I mean, because everybody has sex on this show. Yeah. yeah. Although there's a lot less sex, I think, in this season. In this season, season for yeah. sure. I mean, not for Libby, but for right, other people, right, apparently right. this is a slow sex. Yeah, the tables have turned a little yeah. Yeah. It's no more drought season for Libby. Well, you'll see that there's a there's a, a very interesting uh, sort of a, a couple of storylines around homosexuality in this, mm-hmm. in this season, and it becomes like Guy plays a particular role, um, and another character comes back from earlier seasons, and you kind of see him. I, and, I was going to ask. I was wondering because I was like, I feel like we've had gay characters on the yeah. show before. Yeah. I mean, we still have Betty and Helen, but yeah. yes. um, gay male characters, and I yeah. feel like that they've kind of gone away, and it's nice to have Guy back. Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to ask him, I so... Would, well, and that's why I'm excited, because I don't know who you're saying bring back, but I'm right. hoping it's Barton, because I would just love to find the contrast between someone who came out very later on in his life, yeah. and then your character is a little bit more younger, and so I would love to just kind of feel those dynamics, because yeah. I feel like you guys kind of like are living the same life but mm-hmm. totally in different paths. Totally. And so like I would love to get that. I mean the time period between when he would yeah. have realized it and when Guy realized it, you know, it just in terms, I mean, considering that we're like around 19, late 1960s right. in this time period, you know, like right around the end of the 60s you get Stonewall riots, you get like the first time that it makes national right. news yeah. about that lifestyle and about people being proud of it. Mm-hmm. But like even at this point, no, we don't have that. And I found it so interesting uh, trying to get myself into this time period mm-hmm. because my instincts were all wrong. You know, mm-hmm. I would think okay. like, oh, like, of course, like this is, you know, uh, there was a sense of community and there was mm-hmm. it, but there was nothing. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, no, there was no place where you could go. Yeah. There wasn't even a place where you could go to be like, oh, that's the kind of, you know, gay lifestyle I want to have. Like, mm-hmm. there yeah. was, they didn't even know what, what it was like. There was know? not even a quote unquote normal gay there lifestyle. There was no, yeah. Like, it was yeah. all very hidden. And that's why it's, it's yeah. really interesting in this episode that there's a whole speech about sex. Deviation mm-hmm. because right. 
I think that that's speaking to a larger trend in the yeah. in the story of the yeah. show is that they're trying to go more towards like where are all the weirdness and how do we see the humanity in all of those and realize that in fact every single person brings their own unique set of circumstances. Right. There isn't some norm that we're all trying to like go you know mm-hmm. make our own lifestyle choice, right so. everybody is is a deviant in some yeah. way i loved no i know we, we haven't even begun to break down tonight's episode but i loved bill's speech yeah, yeah. it was beautiful it was yeah. like we we all are at the end of the day a little like off the normal path and yeah. i think the more we begin to just like own that yeah um we'll be in a better society For sure yeah. I, but I think, and, and we'll talk about it a little bit later. I think the crazy thing about it was, was that as soon as he tried to put that on a public public platform, <laughs> they were like, "Shut no. down!" Yeah, yeah. Like, so. yeah, I was very angry with the judge. Yeah, like, it seemed just... weird, right? Because he seemed so like, "Wait, have you thought this through? Like, do you know how much it yeah. will affect your career?" And he right. was like, "No, I'm okay with it." And then, like in the public, he's like, "Now shut up." Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's frustrating because I feel like it goes back to the same point. It's like I don't want to applaud you in public for what you're willing to, like, stand up and say, you know, but in private, mm-hmm. I totally agree with you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, like, it's really frustrating. Yeah. But. I think that's kind of, like, a common trend within the show because mm-hmm. they're dealing with such, like, new concepts of that time and no one really knows how to react or how other people will react to their reaction. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? But plus, I don't know. Plus, it's all very taboo. I feel like sex, even to all this day, it. is it's, like it's yeah. a very touchy issue. Like no one, everyone wants to dance around. And it, it's so. kind of hard to put it into perspective because knowing that about this time period, I can't even imagine oh. what it was like, like yeah. at that time. You know, is there specific research that you had to do before coming into this character? I really wanted to understand the specific time period that we were in because mm-hmm. this show spans mm-hmm. such a long period of time, and the, and. They do sort of make uh, an effort at, at delineating, like, what time period are we in about and mm-hmm. what's true about that time period. And even when you go back and watch season one, the 50s are, mm-hmm. are, are so much different from the yes. 60s just yeah. in terms of the little things. So uh, I, I watched a, a lot of, uh, like, honestly, a lot of YouTube documentaries okay. about, like, this time period oh, wow. because they were, like, way less polished and they were just mm-hmm. like they, people would have like you know random interviews with people I watched a lot of stuff on the Stonewall riots even though that's like after it it, it helped me understand like where people were at before that change happened mm-hmm. for them and before gay pride started as a movement in New York and and coming from you know, like, you'd have these people say, like, you know, in the years before that happened, I would, you know, I was just basically sitting at home kind of, like, dreaming about what it would be like to to actually be able to be my own self. And I right. had no one to look to as a role model. And, and every single person who loved me didn't know this about me. And, and you know, all that helped me realize that if if the moment someone got this gift of like here's a place where where not only are they accepting you for who you are but they're almost they're studying it mm-hmm. like they want to mm-hmm. understand it it's mm-hmm. actually a, a academic you know uh, uh, rigor to, to, to understanding this like that lends a level of respect to that lifestyle and it and it creates this immense sense of urgency to want to be there and be mm-hmm. a part of it and right. if you miss it you're gonna miss your life you mm-hmm. know so uh, yeah I watched a lot of that I watched the 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 um 60s Netflix documentary, mm. which is great. Oh, it's like yeah. a ten mm-hmm. part. I think I would love something. Yeah, I would love to watch it's that. It's great, and 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 it's also strange because while I was also getting into character for this 
I was also kind of reminiscing on where the country was like at that oh. time yeah. period and you know specifically thinking like wow it's like a lot of things are very similar <laughs> yeah. in a strange way so you know but it, but yeah it was really helpful to just kind of see these really personalized interviews with people and see their pain and also see their joy for like the fact that it isn't mm-hmm. true for them mm-hmm. anymore mm-hmm. In, in a beautiful way you know is, is um, and I wanted to I just wanted to lend credence to that experience for them cool um, well, I think that's a good segue into the episode. We can. Do you guys mind starting with uh, Helen and Betty's plot line? Yeah. So yeah. we they're actually me sad. Yeah, we see how Helen and Betty were both a victim of um, this. You know, Helen's parents aren't really accepting of her relationship and her situation, and she knew that they weren't going to be yeah. accepting from the beginning. Well, it's like they're not even—they're not even completely clued in at the beginning right. of this episode. Like later, it comes out that okay, she is officially with Betty, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like that's something that keeps coming up in this. It's about kind of hiding your true self. Mm-hmm. I feel like so much of this this episode, specifically in the show, is about trying to figure out who you are and like sharing that with the world, mm-hmm. and and then it's scary to do that because you can be hurt and so we see two people so Helen shares with her family and then they are like not talking to her anymore and right. then we hear a story about Bill and this will be talked about later but he, him opening up to another woman and then getting his heart broken <laughs> that way so I feel yeah. like it's, it's it speaks to how scary it really is to honestly be yourself um, at any time in life right. like no matter how late in life or how early in life it's hard to truly be an authentic person mm-hmm. and, and yeah. be vulnerable so I think that it's sad to see kind of Betty and Helen struggling with like yeah we love each other we want to be together we want to be this public relationship but we also know that there's so much struggle with it and there's the fear of the unknown and, and I think to add to it, it what's tricky about it is the fact that Betty is like already living that life right. she's like she's already out. this is me like this is who I am like I, I've accepted it and she's looking at the person that she loves and going Come I need on. you to be <laughs> where I, I am like yeah. why can't you be happy and I think that that Helen rightfully so as we see in the episode says but if I do that I lose my parents yeah. and, and how do I choose you Over. here like who's my real exactly. family and then why do I have to pick what if we just don't talk about it doesn't that give me both yeah. and really it kind of gives you neither yeah, right. you know you never and, yourself and, with anything. And, and that's what I think this episode is trying to teach in that storyline is like you, you, you have to take a chance and like mm-hmm. people will have judgments about you but the truth is they already have them mm-hmm. right. you're just not saying them right. because you haven't given them enough like the same thing with Bob Drag's character too right until you know the truth about this person everybody has their assumptions mm-hmm. right but once once the assumptions become leveled y- you can defend yourself if you're being honest and I right. think that like that's why Helen is happy at the end of it in a way because she's like oh now I know who my true family is because they right. accept me and then I can actually go forward and have this real life with this baby. And I feel like that's like got to be one of the most difficult things. To, like, our, um, I, I guess like um, I was fortunate enough when I came out to my parents, like they were very loving and supportive. Mm-hmm. But I can imagine, or I and I know people who like that experience was not the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like because you you want your family who's loved you for X amount of years to continue to love yeah. you, and like in the perfect world they do, but all too often that doesn't happen, and it's just it's hard to go from oh you loved me so long and now this one like, piece of yeah. and it's like mm-hmm. this one right it's not Does even something you didn't that? know it's just that we kind of labeled it because mm-hmm. it's I mean and I mean maybe this is not true but I feel like parents always know yeah. like yeah it's you just, have to yeah, know your yeah. parents know so like so it's just one of those things where it's like you get past thoughts and in, in your opinion and you get to labeling something and it's so weird how a label can completely change 
a relationship. Um, so it, it was sad to see that happen to Helen, but you know, you get to pick your family in life. Um, right. Sometimes you really do. Um, right. You have a, a birth family, obviously, but a lot of times you end up picking your own individual family, and that's where Betty's coming in. It's like, you know, I'm here, and we have the baby, yeah. and yeah. we are a family. However, now. I do feel like Betty shouldn't have maybe pushed right. the issue so hard yeah. in this particular episode. I feel like that's such a... I've never been there, but I can imagine that that's a really like big step to take, and I feel like you kind of have to do it on your own and for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, we see Helen saying, like, I took your advice. Mm-hmm. I said exactly what you told me to do, and I did not get the reason result that yeah. you know you told me I would right. get you know and I feel like you're now putting that on someone else um well that's the danger right yeah. it's then like once you go like no 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 do it it's gonna be great it's gonna be great and then that person can just blame you yeah. for, for everything yeah. that happens yeah. even though it has nothing to do with you but if you're not ready f- to get the feedback from your family mm-hmm. then maybe waiting is the right move but I feel like at the end of the day anyone who's gone through it would be like yeah. I, I wouldn't want to wait like why no, I wouldn't yeah. well, yeah. the, well, they're, bring they're bringing in. a child yeah. into the situation like, which changes the everything. dynamic exactly. completely it's like I'm going to be a part of this child's life I'm going to be one of their parents I don't want to feel like I'm the neighbor. Yeah, I don't want to hide so every time you're yeah. there. She definitely I, I made think, a good point. Right. Yeah. But. I don't know. I just think this show is so one of the reasons why I love it so much is because it's willing to kind of push the envelope to talk about the things that I feel like so often we don't that mm-hmm. are taboo. Um, and I think this, I always say this, that I love the episode titles because they're so, so, so perfect. Yeah. And I think like, you know, I'm like, does everyone know what an outlier is? Like, mm-hmm. it's so profound, like, that they decided to name It's funny that um, they often, like, come up with the episode title at the end, like, when, really? we're, when we're sort of, Whoa. like, they're working on it. Like, they're trying to figure out. Like, oh. for the finale, we didn't have an episode title until we were basically done. Because really? there's a lot of, there's a lot of rewriting that goes mm-hmm. into the show. Every single scene, you know, we'll, we'll get, as cast members, we'll get rewrites even if we're not in the scene because we'll just want it to have the, the, the most up-to-date script, right? right? Mm-hmm. And you, I'm getting emails like ev- like five times in a really? week being like, new script, <laughs> well, oh, and there's good. Like okay. dozens of new pages, and, and you realize that like, the, the theme of each episode is so important to mm-hmm. them and it's sort of like the title f- like finally encapsulates it you mm-hmm. know yeah. and once they find that title it's it can only be found when they've really ironed out every kink and then they're like oh that's what it is you know yeah. like it's about being an outlier and that mm-hmm. we're all outliers in some way yeah. that's awesome yeah. I mean here especially we're always like giving props to the writers because we just love we can't even believe how all of the different plot lines just end up twisting together it's crazy and the fact that they're rewriting them all the time I almost wonder like what the other versions look like like, can I see this okay so like a good example of a rewrite that happened which I just like a funny little uh, moment is um, when Virginia's talking to Bob Drag and and she says you know we're Trump we just met with Simon and Schuster and like you know they really loved it and Bob Drag says, um, did you meet with Simon or Schuster? And she says, Bob Simon's been dead for 10 years. Nice try. Originally, that was her going both. And he said, uh, uh, Bob Simon's been dead for 10 years. Oh. She goes, oh. And I know oh. that Lizzie, in that moment, argued for Virginia's intelligence. And yeah. She would, she, know would, she would know. Yeah. She would know that, right? So yeah. they still get the same joke in, but they're like slowly I honing see. it yeah. into oh, and what, what makes it, more sense. I think that's awesome of Lizzie to like call that because oh, yeah. it's, it's it, that is so true. Virginia is very yeah. ca- calculated yeah. and I feel like that sounds so negative. She's but she is. She's yeah. very... But yeah, she's, she's a hustler. She is. I mean, where she came from. So she would definitely 
not come in and not be like exactly. and I gave her now. so much props in that moment she like does. I love that she said <laughs> that and I probably wouldn't have enjoyed the scene as much if it went the other right. way yeah. right. I would have been right. like come on right. she's not dumb by no, no she means. is not she's, she always so knows what she's trying to do that so. served her right you yeah. know wow yeah. that's really cool to 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 know that that happens on the like on the fly, and it's yeah. Just, oh, I mean, they really yeah. like everyone on that show fights for the reality of their character. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, it's an, an inevitable thing that happens in television where you have new writers and new directors all the time coming in and kind of crafting this individual like message for this one episode. And the only person who's the through line for the character is the actor. So like mm-hmm. at some points, you just feel like, no, you know what? You I up. have to say something because it just doesn't. Doesn't sit right with mm-hmm. me if this is what I'm saying because it tells me you know like in the earlier episode the episode previous where I was singing with with um, with Betty uh, uh, they wanted her to sing in a perfect like pitch mm-hmm. Broadway voice they were like they were like why don't you just do it perfect and she yeah. was like but I'm not a good singer yeah, on the show sounds, like and yeah, then like, real, Annalie is yeah. an amazing singer in real life but on the show she has a terrible voice mm-hmm. and so they made us do it both ways so we have mm-hmm. two cuts one with her singing wow. perfectly <laughs> oh. or not and she was like if you use the one where I'm singing well I'm gonna be so upset she would like constantly like mess up the take because she just didn't want it to really work yeah. you know yeah. but at the end of the day like they trust that about those yeah. actors especially the main cast like mm-hmm. when they stand up for something it's, it's like okay yeah. it's it's because who I mean they, who knows the characters better than right. them like they yeah. they live in that skin so yeah. mm-hmm. they know they, they're gonna know what choices to make yeah that's yeah. A, I love really that. cool yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So do you do you, have you had to make any any character choices for Guy? Were you the reason that we say Guy instead of Guy? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, you yeah. that, that was like that was from the get go. Uh, it was funny too because like like you know whenever we do like table reads, they put your like little card with your name and then and then under me it just says Guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, people, so people would always think that I'm just playing some random guy, yeah. episode, yeah. Yeah. you know. And then like, and then and then and for a while, like people would mispronounce it and they get corrected. It was sort of like this little like funny yeah. little yeah, thing yeah, that, yeah. that happened. Um, I, I think the only thing that I needed to stand up for, and I think it was almost more of a performance thing than it was a, a, a writing thing, but I just w- really wanted to make sure that that. The primary function of Guy wasn't to make like gay jokes, you know. It wasn't uh, to be I, like, yeah. I, I I just knew that that, and I'm not gay, so I was doubly aware of, right. of portraying a stereotype in some respects. And his character is like comic relief, but he, I wanted him to be grounded the same way that Betty mm-hmm. was. I, I so anytime we shot a scene where I had, uh, you know, the joke of the scene, I would always come to the directors afterwards and be like. Guys, tell me if it's too big, if it's too flamboyant. Just tell me because mm-hmm. I need, I want to be at the 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 emotional level that everyone else is. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't want to like you know fly yeah. off the rail because they dress me in these like bright color. You'll yeah. see like bright colors. Right. And, you the know, tie pink on pink. So much more. Yeah. There was a couple of times where the I would come in and be like, okay, ready for this scene. And the director would be like. Oh no, God damn it! He's wearing yeah, oh, I can't have it. He's like, like we have this one director, Michael Apted, who's this super dry, like British director, and he he just would he would just always be like, it's gonna ruin the entire show. Background, this pink blob just wandering around, you know, and and he would just be like, you make him change it, and so he would just send me back and change That's me out hilarious. of it. So, but I but that was the thing I really wanted to fight for was the reality of that character, and that it wasn't this single character trait that he had, but that, that it was this world he lived in. I think that's so cool to see. <clears throat> especially um, in television today mm-hmm. I feel like characters who so easily could become yeah. a stereotype especially when it's like a comedic yeah. or anything yeah. like um, all too often you see gay characters and it's like 
that is the role. Like it's like you're the gay character and you are like that's your yeah, only yeah. purpose. Like you are yeah. and, and not um not a knock at Titus Burgess because I love love Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I love his character, but like that is an over the top gay character, right. 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 and he does it well, and it's very funny, and it fits for that show because that show kind of right. is comical. But like there are sometimes when characters like that will end up right. in a serious like right. setting, and it's like that it's doesn't like make a sense. discordant like note yeah. in your ear. But I feel where like, like it oh. happens so often that not like. I get really, really frustrated when you see like an overzealous black woman yeah. on a TV show. Yeah. I'm like, we're not all like that. Yeah, you know, like, like I love that. <laughs> I love, and that's one of the things that I love about Masters of Sex. Like, they're willing to kind of show you the full person and the right. full package. And I think, you know, we've definitely seen that with Betty. We've mm-hmm. seen that with Barton. And I'm, I'm really excited to kind of see more of yeah. Guy because that's <laughs> what <laughs> Guy his name is. We, we talked a lot about it. Where I thought, like, like he knows that it's Guy. Yeah, right, yeah. You know, I'm but but it's geek. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm waiting, I'm waiting yeah. for the underlying. He was story. guy when he was in the closet. So, yeah, he like, was <laughs> that what happened? To him, it's a really important part of his identity, <laughs> right? It's like yeah. now it's geek. Right. It was guy. Yeah. We were, we yeah. had a joke on set where we were tra- we there's one thing where he needed to sign something and we were like, what's Ski's last name? Like we don't know. Like we just never gave it to him, and so we came up that his name was Guy Smith, but he pronounced it Gee Smythe. Oh, and that's like his new his new name. So. Yeah, he's all I about like that better. I like it. No, that's good. It sounds classy. It's yeah. like, oh, yeah. it's Gee Smythe. I yeah. like it. <laughs> that's awesome. So, getting back to the episode, as we saw, um, Betty kind of pushed Helen to, you know, come out of the closet and just kind of admit everything, but we still have a character that's n- not willing to tell the truth, and Bob Drag is kind of just going on with the lies yeah. with Virginia by his side because you know that is... That's her shit. That's what she does. That's her. That's her thing. And it's so sad to see her continue to, like, uh, enable people to do these things. Like, you think by this point she would... the queen of it? I know, but I'm just like, Virginia, come on. Like, when has lying ever helped you out? When is this not... Like, I feel like every time she lies or helps someone lie, it comes back to bite her in the ass. So I just, like, want... I mean, I know why, but I just want... Her to be like, no, well, we're, we're wrong today because this did not bite her in the ass. This yes. was a good lie. Well, I mean, yes, yes, time. yes. <laughs> it is definitely a bite too. I think this was a golden lie. Okay, I think we will give her the one-off white lie. I think was actually beneficial. This doesn't happen well, for her character often, so I think we should be happy her, for this moment. Props. I give her props. Only because this lie doesn't only benefit herself. It also benefits another person. And it was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was funny. funny. It was very funny. That's true. But, right. you know. So what do you guys think is the is is the lie covering up for Bob Drag? Like, oh, just embellishing the fact that he participated in the study when we know that he didn't, in fact, yeah, participate in yeah, the study. Yeah, So there's, a, like, he's around a lot for this yeah. season. So there's some interesting stuff with him. And... I mean, we can go ahead and put him into a sex study so that, you right. know, it can make it and it won't be a lie. And he's... See? Oh, are you telling us that he goes in it? I'm kidding. I like that. Okay, I know. Did you just say that? Oh my god! Are you dropping some little messages in? Lightly suggesting. I wonder what his you know fetish will be because I feel like this whole season is going to be about fetishes. Yeah, for sure. I think they they started really nicely with the with the. I loved it. It was so. I was like, what a great great. study. But that's so funny that that's kind of what like as soon as she mentioned the whole entire shoe fetish, like that's what got him. Yeah, he was like, wait, what? Yeah. 
Yeah. And he was like, okay, I yeah. guess you could be my date. It's a shame that you wore that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting to hear, like, what his fetish is. Yeah. 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 Okay, so it is coming. Good. So he has one. Mm, yeah. We should, we should take sure. bets on his yeah. fetish. <laughs> we totally should take bets on his fetish. So, another person suffering from a lie we see right from the jump. I mean, everybody just lost a lie. I, I, was just, I thought you were going to just be like, another person suffering on this show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's everybody yeah. suffering and everybody's lying. But um, Art especially is caught up in his own little lie because we see that he was lying to Nancy about having sex with Virginia. Right. And Virginia caught him in that lie. And the tables are turned. Now she's finally the victim of a lie. And we see the conversation between she and Art. And it kind of seems like it was... Art throwing the fact that she spilled the beans about Bill and her, like, I can't really tell what, who Art is. I can't tell if he's genuine or he's, like, just playing the cards right. Well, because he's a psychiatrist. Exactly. So he's he's so hard to read. Yeah. And especially with the glasses, there's, like, this added, like, glare over his eyes. Yeah, it's just like, you never know. see your eyes, man. And that's what, he confuses me because... To me, I'm like, why lie to Nancy about them having mm-hmm. sex? What angle is that playing? Like, are you... I mean, like, because I guess last episode, he hinted at being jealous um, of her having mm-hmm. these sexual mm-hmm. trysts. But, like, it's like, are you actually, or is this a game you're playing with That's Virginia? And then, like, but, mm-hmm. okay, so then he lies to Nancy, and it's like, okay, but why? It's He is incredibly so difficult complex. to read. He's I'm very like, complex. I don't right. know. Right. He scares me more than anyone else. Because when, when he's at the Coats and Keys party, in the beginning... He's so psyched about it. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, then oh, at okay. the end, it's like this subtle implosion that he... You know, it's almost like he has this other form of coming out that he has to right, do, which right. is everybody has this mm-hmm. this coming out of their truth. Like, what is my truth that right, I'm not right, right. telling people? Yeah. And I think he's definitely got something in there that, that's, he's, not. that he's not saying. Mm-hmm. He's, he's even just got this tension in his body. Like, mm-hmm. when he talks, everything is so measured and mm-hmm. controlled and... Psycho killer. That's why he's yeah, scary. Yeah. No, he reminds yeah, he's me of scary. Silence of the Lambs. Like, yeah. no crap, I'm waiting for him to go postal and kill you all. <laughs> oh like, that's, that oh, would wow. be, like, the biggest It doesn't not happen. But no, there's just something about him that just seems, like, kind of off-putting. Like, I... It, I watch a lot of criminal shows. Mm-hmm. Oh, so. But at the same time, he's very, like, calculated. I just think that everything he says and Sarah everything he knows. he knows, like, he just has, <laughs> he just knows it all. And at first, I mean, last episode, we were kind of talking about, like, we weren't sure if he was asking Virginia questions because he and Nancy had something planned. But now it's clear that... It, Nancy's he, not in the loop on this he one. He has the plan. Yeah. yeah. I think we this episode solidified that. He not that, yeah, plan. like, Nancy probably has her own agenda, and Art is probably a, a part of that, but it appears now that Art has a sub-agenda that is, like, sure. specifically benefiting yeah. him yeah. in some way, shape, or form. Because now they came across all the spy equipment, and Nancy's, like... The spy equipment. The spy, whatever you know. It is spy equipment. She And she wants to get out of there. And then I think that opened... That's, like, a completely new perspective mm-hmm. for me, because now we see that, like, she wasn't... She doesn't really have a true motive that we can see for now, at least. Right. But the fact that he wants to stay mm-hmm. after knowing mm-hmm. that they've been spying on yeah. them and all of this you know, negativity and no one trusts each other. He was very adamant about the fact that they mm-hmm. need to give him more time. Yeah. Um, that she, and it almost like the panic that he had when she was like, no, I'm going to say something when right. they were in the elevator. It was like, he was worried that 
they that she would blow their cover exactly. of whatever the cover is because Nancy doesn't seem like she's in the loop on whatever's going on. So I feel like he's up to something. I definitely huge. think so. He's and got I something planned. I'm waiting for it to blow up. Oh, Hopefully God. he doesn't kill anybody. <laughs> that's, I think he's going to chop somebody up. I think that's, that's his my, real, I have a prediction I think that's now, his real that's fetish. You, yeah. Killing oh. people. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, like maybe like There a, are people like, yeah. that do that. Like, like, like serial it's a real killer. I believe yeah, it. into some stuff, right. man. I mean, I mean, Green River Killer, he was like yeah. killing prostitutes and then mm. having sex with them. Weird, weird. There are all kind of fetishes. Green River Killer. Art Dreesen. I'm pretty like, sure they're the same of, person, yeah. right? Okay. That's we. You heard it here. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm kidding. You heard it here, guys. Like we all know that you know the show's like loosely based on real life, loosely based off a book. But art, you know, can you know yeah. go into different directions. Yeah. So they're don't think that my prediction is far fetched when I say he's gonna start killing people. <laughs> Multiple. I say he's gonna at least do three. Oh, three. Wow, wow. Three, three is the lucky yeah. number. Yeah, at least. I mean, yeah. that's I a mean solid you can't number. really be a serial killer with just one or two. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, up the ante. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, like, I'm concerned. Have something to write a book about when you get to jail. <laughs> something concerned. to brag about. Um, all right, not to jump around, guys, but we only have ten minutes left, and we oh, didn't wow. even get to the juice There's, of okay, the episode. We, okay, I have stars on my page you go. by things we have not discussed yet. What's okay? What's the name? What's I case? think serial killer. Got it. Yeah, got it. Got it. <laughs> done, done, done. Got it. Okay. Um, I think Libby and Bill. Yeah, Libby let's, Bill, let's Virginia. Okay, so we we kind of already talked a little bit. Uh, no, we talked. Did we talk about it before the show? Either way, so we were talking. Mm-hmm. Don't know what happened. Got it. <laughs> um, about Libby's kind of. Libby's been dropping bombs every single yeah. episode this season, and I was, I said Smoking it last week, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> she, maybe this is why I love Libby this love season because right she's now. so my girl. Like, <laughs> we are here. Netflixing I'm all for it, yeah. right? Like, sixty nine and out here. I'm like, Libby, what book are you reading? I know, I think a number for Yeah, so Libby and Bill, <laughs> she's like, which originally, originally she me. said the word. She goes, like, I think there's a number for it, sixty nine. <laughs> And, oh. and I remember, like, everyone heard that and was like, oh, that's just, like, a little bit too much. Yeah. Let's yeah. take I the agree. number out. Everyone gets it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the look that she we gives see her, what you like, did there. Like, oh, <laughs> okay. She is too It was funny. too good. But while they weren't 69ing and they were actually in the kitchen, mm. uh, I loved how she kind of, like, breaks Bill down another notch and she's just like, you were never deeply in love with me and she kind of goes into talking about what that deep love looks like what it what she's noticed that it even is with him and Virginia which Mm -hmm. I thought was really really amazing and then she drops the bomb of all bombs it's like she gives her blessing for Bill and Virginia to be together which was crazy and that went against everybody's prediction not only all of our viewers in their comments nobody saw this coming we all thought that she was gonna find out everything was gonna pop off like but I don't know I I admire her for doing that how mature of a person to go you know what I get it like I want you to be happy and not only I mean not only do I want you to be happy but I want to be happy I am I am comfortable enough and strong enough in myself like I love this line when she was she said you know you left me and I'm fine and it's like I always tell that to people when they break up I'm like you survived X amount of years before this yeah. person yeah. you can only imagine that you were survived that amount of years without I, that person no yeah. kidding so, so I'm like I love that she said you know you left and I'm fine and it's like it's yeah. so awesome to see a woman 
especially in this time, be like, you know what? I'm Girl, good. Power. I'm good. <laughs> I just feel like it's such a contrast to the Libby that we've seen Gosh. that had the conversation with Virginia a season ago about how she was so wanting to just keep her marriage together and she didn't care that there was no right. passion or no right. love there. She just really wanted to have her Image. family. And right. then you see her now in this episode where she's like, no, like I see now what I'm missing and I refuse to live my life where I'm not, you know, with someone who's willing to go like above and beyond for me. And she even drops a little bomb about how, you know, she knew from way before they got married when he was in med school yeah. that he was capable of loving someone in a deeper level and it wasn't her. Yeah. And I was just like, Libby, you've known this since then, and you still married this I know. Yeah. Well, because she probably Safety. wanted to believe that that it wasn't true, and she wanted Tell to marry all. someone. And like <laughs> every and like girl slowly. in America right now. <laughs> right. But Tell I, she, me all. I thought she said, I thought one of the most beautiful moments is when she said, "You came back to me because you realized I couldn't hurt you, yeah. right?" Yeah. And like, you don't love me. And that realization, like I'm sure for her, it was a was initially like immense sadness mm-hmm. for all the time lost, but then it was sort of like but now I'm now I don't have this fear yeah. that it's something else I like right. I understand what yeah. it is now I know that I can move on and, and even say like I want to meet somebody new yeah, yeah. I, have a new I mean there were there were so many good Instagram quotes that I have to go back and rewatch <laughs> <I'm so laughs> I mean Bill's freaking speech about being we're a sexual deviant I was like I, I can't write this stuff yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you gotta start typing it right? out I was like, I'll, I'll google it later ready. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna just be just like the morning caption like just be like, oh, I'm in bed, and I'm like, oh, sorry, we're all sexual deviants. <laughs> thought just came to me. <laughs> did. Yeah. Oh god, it's in my note section, <laughs> right? Copy and saving it for later for a rainy day, you know. But, ah, but I, I mean, I do. I am glad that they finally have gotten to this point because I feel like Bill, he's finally moved on from. Well, mm, it appeared he had moved part. on from Virginia. It looks like he was because she, Virginia, was trying to get back with Bill, mm-hmm. and he was just kind of like, no, they don't want you, Bill. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, well, good for Bill. Finally, right. you're like, because he was, she was trying to get him to go to New York, and he was like, right. no, yeah. I think you can do it by yourself. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm like, thank you, Bill. Yeah. Thank you for shutting that down. Mm-hmm. Like, I know. Don't but at the, so at the end, but do, yeah. you, do you think that she? That he was on board with with that hand holding moment, like well, he, was, I mean, yes. he held yeah. it back. He held it. But then when he you when they back. go into the room with the press, they're not holding hands. Well, that's oh. for lots of other reasons, too. right? Totally. Yeah. Oh, they, they can't, can't be showing, showing people, right. Yeah. Right. right? Right. But I mean, I, I that's the thing that like because it was like we saw that moment where it looked like Bill was like, you know what? No, this is an unhealthy relationship. And then you see, oh, he's addicted to Virginia. He's a god. I'd love to once again. Yeah. It's gonna be an Instagram quote. <laughs> I loved. <laughs> his speech at AA. Yeah. yeah. It was poetic. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you guys are all addicted to alcohol, but me? I'm addicted to the V. I'm, I'm addicted, addicted to, 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 to the V. He's addicted <laughs> to the V. I can't even believe what I'm about to say. Um, I just thought it was so good. I mean, from his speech to the judge, um, kind of like sticking up for, yeah. in my mind, all humans everywhere, um, to his AA speech, I just felt like Bill is a totally different character than what I started watching. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Everybody is one. facing that like internal truth of like, I'm flawed. I have things that uh, are not quote unquote normal. But maybe that's what makes me like my own person. Mm-hmm. And if I lean into that, maybe I'll discover that I'm a much happier person by doing mm-hmm. that. Right. Gee, guy slash Nick, do you really, really <laughs> think that Virginia's there yet? I still no. feel oh, like no, Virginia she, yeah, has, she has like, she's the, the only person one. 
who I feel like still hasn't gone over that hurdle I to agree. realize that her shit stinks. Well, I mean, if you look at the things that she's done in this season so far in terms of like lying about, you know, um, being married. Yeah. Uh, and then going to New York and basically saying like, I need to uphold the idea that this book is so popular and, and then I need to uphold the idea that like Bill and I are meant to be mm-hmm. together. You know, it is. It's a lot of this like this aggravated tension of everything's falling apart and I, if I just hold it together, the It'll house work. will stay right, up, right. you know, and yeah, she's she's in for a, I think a, a similar awakening that mm-hmm. these yeah. other characters. I hope so. I my prediction last week was that Virginia was going to have to like face something crazy mm, before yeah. she has her like wake up call mm-hmm. and I still think that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm wondering like what it's going to take. I think what it's going to take for her to change. Honestly, I think whatever art has played will probably have a big I mean, I'm this is us assuming. Is he going to murder Virginia? I think okay, I I think he's going to murder Lester. Because we said, no, he's bugging the place. I'm saying, I, that's why I wrote down. I was like, oh, I do. I think he's gonna murder Lester, and I love Lester, but I'm like, ah, oh, I think Lester's gotta go. I think that, that <laughs> I just gonna. Are you laughing? Before, I'm not, I'm wait, laughing. before I after him and Foxy get it on. Yeah, him and Foxy all together. Again. He's gonna he's gonna murder them together. Oh, <laughs> on top of each other. <laughs> on top of each other, because you oh, know, right. in serial in horror movies, that's, that's where how that they always die in thirty seconds in a dirty motel. <laughs> It was oh a bed that goodness. vibrates for a quarter. <laughs> Stop it! What this movie is that about? <laughs> I'm sorry. You just made I, that up. It's very detailed. She said she's, she's like, like it's a movie I'm writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. She's like, it's I'm just like, I heard it happened to somebody else. Yeah, I don't know. It's like for a friend. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Know. weird, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh okay, gosh. well, thank you for that prediction. So <laughs> do you want to cue the other predictions? Do you guys have anything else besides vibrating beds that take quarters? Yeah. Um, yeah, you guys. I I still think that something crazy is gonna have to happen to yeah. Virginia. Yep. I'm still trying to. So figure we're out talking what. murder. Yeah. Talking. No, she's not gonna get murdered. That's how she can't. But she's the main character. One, 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 yeah, one of the things that I did not get a chance to say because we were having way too much fun yeah. is that being such a fan of this show, I truly felt like watching this episode, watching Bill and Virginia walk out of the courthouse together, like, I could have been satisfied if oh, the show would have ended tonight. Which is why I wanted us to do um, At Last tonight for our theme song because <laughs> I don't know where we go from here. Yeah, but you know something that Murder. was too perfect. Like, they were holding hands that was mm. all cute and stuff, but... I wanted to it's like, in their mind, they like wanted it to end tale. there, but yeah. like, yes. it never does, but right? Yes. So there's gonna be some... But I, I think that that's why it was a really cool just juxtaposition to see him kind of them walk out together mm-hmm. and then immediately pan to him being back in AA. Right. Yes. I think yes. that, that is very because important. Because also him being in AA is lying right. to her. Yeah. Right? And right. saying like, he's not saying to her I'm addicted to you. He's no, saying it to I'm telling other these people. other drugs. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, yeah. clearly he needs to be in AA for other reasons because he, oh, yeah. he graduated because he, AA and immediately went exactly. and took drinks. He's like, if you're pouring, I'm like, honey, <laughs> you're just, you're just AA. Honey, I'm always pouring. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Gosh, oh no. my gosh. So yeah, but but he is growing and changing. So. I'm, pr- I'm really proud of Bill. But I think what Master of Sex is all about is they're never going to give us the happy ending. They're going to no. give us the story that happens after the fairy tale ending, mm-hmm. which is what I think we've seen tonight. Mm-hmm. For sure. Boom. Mm-hmm. I'm going to add that to my Instagram quotes. <laughs> Nick, any any predictions that you have? I don't know. If you, don't I, can, slip any secrets. I, know, I, know. I don't know. <laughs> slip hard. all the secrets. I, I, I think that... Uh, I think that everybody everybody has their own particular truth mm-hmm. and 
it's about like when do you think we've seen the real truth you know like when art kills three people exactly <laughs> exactly that's gonna happen yeah until the blood until we have a red wedding <laughs> yeah exactly it ain't over God, yeah, don't trust anyone. Everyone's gonna die. Everyone you love will die. It'll get Game of Thrones real quick. Good. <laughs> you know that's my show. All right, guys, any final thoughts or predictions before we wrap this up? Mm, no, but no? I, no, I just want to say thank you, Nick. Thank you again. Yes, for coming I'm so happy that you came. Oh, I feel you. like this episode was so juicy and it was nice to hear like your yes, perspective on things so we appreciate you coming thank I'm you always happy to be here yeah. um, so where can our viewers follow you at uh, I'm on Instagram and Twitter the Nick Clifford T-H-E Nick Clifford <laughs> the not the yeah. okay and yeah. Ryan with two and hey, Ryan with two ends. you can find me on Instagram at Instagram and on Twitter at Ryan Graham and if you guys want to see all these awesome quotes that I'm going to be dropping <laughs> for the next few weeks you guys and follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dominic P underscore E S Q. Yes, and don't forget to follow me as well at the real underscore O underscore G. Well, that has been that concludes this week's episode, and we'll see you next week. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 